When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for Thriller Thursdays, here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. This program is a Duads collaboration with Purple Radio. Content warnings may be found in the episode description. Duads presents The Three Musketeers, Episode 12, An Innocent Criminal. This episode is dedicated to Victor Utmanis. Porthos? Arrested? Porthos, please, keep your voice down. And the Duke of Buckingham. Porthos! And to think, you would know none of this if you and Francoise had not been gallivanting around Paris by night. I didn't tell him what I'd seen outside Aramis's house. Only because Porthos wouldn't have been able to resist dangling that piece of information in front of his nose. Aramis wouldn't duel me then. He'd just stab me. How come you... Spent the evening with Francoise. Last you said she was acting... Spent the evening. You say it as if we were, you know, like we were lovers. And you aren't? Porthos! But why not? She can ride, she can fence, she can shoot, and she handles a backsword like it's made of wood. And... You couldn't ask for a woman with better connections. She is my superior officer. And anyway, we were talking about Constance, the woman I do love. Your frown says you didn't just gush about your crush. Go on, regale me. I won't tell anyone. Not a soul. It's not important. Uh Uh-oh. Hey, did something else happen? (sighs) Nothing. D'Artagnan, do you know what it means to be one of the inseparables? It means we live and die by the others. Think of Athos, staring at the dungeon wall and knowing that we all would perish to see him freed. We share our problems because we are the solutions. If we do not aid each other, if we can fall apart so easily, how could we ever claim to be inseparable? Did you rehearse that? Once or twice. Tell me, what's the matter? (sighs) It's this other guard, Pomponia. He's been making my life, well, hell. Gascony is not rich. I'm not rich. My father barely owns our lands, and when it comes down to money, our family may be noble, but we're just the fattest pigs in the muck. It's one thing to know that about yourself, but then when other people tell it to you, 
I've had to be twice as proud, twice as smart, fight twice as well. But when I make a fool of myself, they laugh twice as hard. Oh, that'll be the bell. I'll be late for guard duty. If you see Aramis- I'll go right now. Don't tell him about- I'll tell him about Athos. Hop along. I've heard Francoise has a temper when her guards are late. What's the matter, Lieutenant? Damned spies! Why, I have half a mind to- Whoa! Lieutenant, aim for the water at least. You recall those letters I brought to Treville last night? Yes. Well, Treville locked them up to read this morning before his audience with the King. But when he came into the office the next day, they were gone. And then, during the audience, who should draw out those letters and fan them in front of the king like it was he who obtained them, but Cardinal Richelieu. I'm sorry. And of course, father says he isn't angry with me. Let's find this spy. Huh? Well, someone must have seen who came in and out between those times. We could go now before Treville's watch changes. Is this a ploy to get off guard duty? Lieutenant, I would never. These are difficult times and I wish only to assist you. Let me return these pistols and I shall meet you at Treville's. I'd like to believe you're honest, D'Artagnan. But I also know that Pompon's watch starts in ten minutes. Unload one, unload two, done. Both rods are here. Right, have to hurry before. <laughs> ah, little Gascon d'Artagnan, we have just been talking about you. Good day, Monsieur Pomponia. Pardon me, I was just leaving. D'Artagnan, are these two the pistols you were using on watch today? Yes. They are filthy. I'm going to have to ask you to come back here and see to it that they're cleaned. My greatest pardons, Monsieur Pomponia. I, I had not fired either of them, and so I assumed they were still clean. I can do it now. Friends, if I had my way, one would need to bring his own equipment to be eligible to join the guards. Or else this happens. Some people abuse Monsieur Dessessart's generosity. I say, when one man lends you his sword, do you let it rust? There. They're clean. The lock is stiff. Oil it. With all due respect, Monsieur Pomponia, but I oiled them both last week. If you insist, I can return to clean them thoroughly in an hour or so. Just at this moment, I'm in a great hurry. The lieutenant and I have urgent business. The lieutenant! <laughs> Your excuses were always rather poor, but I suppose you would have to look very intently to find a glimmer of intelligence in that pig trough you call a province. The good King Henry was a Gascon. <laughs> good King Henry was of royal blood. A thoroughbred to your draught horse, little D'Artagnan. My family hires small provincial nobility like yourself to muck out the stores at our hotel. 
it's all that your sort is qualified for. Honestly, why people like you even dream of entering the guards is a mystery. Well, monsieur, I am qualified. I fight as well as any of you. How infantile! To assume that all you need to call yourself a gentleman is a good sword arm. I find your delusions fascinating. I am sorry that you find me unsuitable. However, I received my commission from Monsieur Dessessart and not yourself. Now, if you would please step aside, I am to meet the lieutenant downstairs. Commission? We both know that you are still on probation. One little slip up and Dessessart shall send you to trot off home. Oh, pardon me. I had forgotten that you do not own a horse. Monsieur, I am needed elsewhere. Please allow me. Fine, fine. Little D'Artagnan, scampering off as always. How you believed you could ever belong here, as if you are an equal, I shall never know. If you like, we can meet behind a church and I can enlighten you, monsieur. <gasps> Little Gascon d'Artagnan, are you proposing a duel? Against the edicts? What of the law? My, my, I shall have to report this to Dessart. Wait, no, 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 I didn't mean that. Your intent was quite clear, I assure you. Oh, please don't. It's too late. I'll do anything. Anything not to be dismissed from the company. Hmm. How about this? You return in two hours to completely clean those pistols. Yes, of course. I shall. That... In addition, you shall also spend the day cleaning my own equipment. Pistols, riding tack, poignard and a pea. That show of good faith should be enough to prove to me that there is nothing about your behaviour to report to Monsieur Dessessart. Yes, I can stay all night if I have to. Thank you. And you'll clean out the stalls. All of them. I, uh, I can do that as well, monsieur. Good. I'll have the stable boys notified that they have the day off. Just so you know, I shall be inspecting them tomorrow morning. And I have very high standards of cleanliness. Yes, monsieur, they shall be spotless. Mm. Well, you may go. Thank you, monsieur Pomponia. themselves. That boy seems to have inherited all the faults of his province, but not of the virtues. <laughs> it is really quite pitiable. <laughs> He's right, you know. You are a disgrace on those upon whom you inflict your company. He may think you have friends, but they merely humour you. We cannot wait for you to leave Paris. Pretend all you like, little D'Artagnan, but you shall never, ever belong here. D'Artagnan, over here. Sorry. What took you so long? Have you already asked the guards who was on watch last night? Not yet. 
Are you all right? Yes, quite. Uh, excuse me, officer. Yes? Oh, Monsieur D'Artagnan, it's you. Listen, did you want to take a bet on a little game on the stairs? Porthos is leading with two to one odds, but I was thinking... We're here on state business. Oh, right. <clears throat> of course. Um, how might I be of assistance, Lieutenant? We need to know who entered the hotel between the hours of 11.30 and 2. I was a watch, then. Yes, we know. That's, uh, that's why we're asking you. Ah, let's see. There was Gouton, Denancy, Hotgard and Merlot, and then Bernouin's patrol went out at about 1, so that means Merlot's group came back around then. I'm only guessing about that, because Monsieur Aramis came by to collect some money, so I had to... Aramis was here? Well, yes. Excellent. We can ask him if he saw anything suspicious. Who else was here? From then on, I struggled to recall the names. A large group came in just after Bernouin left. But they were all from your company, Lieutenant. What? Mine? Lots of Desisart's guardsmen come into the Hotel de Treville. For example, D'Artagnan. D'Artagnan. I did tell several guards that I was going to Treville's. What if... But I struggled to remember the names of all the King's Musketeers, and I couldn't even put names of faces to the guards that come here every week. Except for yourself, Lieutenant. And your father. Uh, and, and D'Artagnan, of course. Thank you very much. Uh, you've been extremely helpful. Oh, any time. And D'Artagnan, if you could, do try and get Athos to compete this week. <laughs> I doubt I would make much difference. Until this evening. Well, it was worth a shot. At this point, the spy could be anyone, even... No, D'Artagnan. Those from Desissar's company would have known I was bringing documents to Treville. So? A musketeer could have known Treville was expecting documents from Dessessart. Listen, Francoise, a friend confided in me that there was a turncoat among the musketeers, not the guards. Are you so eager to suspect your friends? You, who were so often at the Hotel de Treville that you could be a musketeer yourself? That's not it. I... I oh, now just one moment, Francois. You can't seriously be suspecting me now, can you? The more I think on it, the more likely it seems. But I... Why do you reach for your sword, Francois? You're more clever than you would have anyone believe. You knew about the documents. I told you. But, but we left the hotel together. But you could have come back later in the night to unlock Treville's safe. I am sure Athos knows where a key is hidden. The two of you are close. It would not have been hard for you to get him to tell you. But Francoise... And now that I dwell on it, you were skittish when I found you in Treville's antechamber. As if you'd been listening at the door. But... but... You don't belong here and you never will. When I look at you... I see a person fighting to exist as themselves, here and now. But D'Artagnan, I don't doubt for a moment that you shall emerge victorious. Uh, but Francoise, well, I suppose that those circumstances do seem rather suspicious. I was not listed as one of the people who visited the hotel late last night. 
Furthermore, you have only to ask a certain Madame Constance Bonacieux to receive my alibi. You're right. My apologies for being so on edge. This is frustrating. Tis all forgiven. After all, I am a highly suspicious individual. (laughs) Highly suspicious. Mind you, if we were simply following the most suspicious-looking people, then we would have to survey half of Paris. <laughs> Starting with the man in the purple behind you. He's dressed too well to be a messenger, but he's hurrying somewhere with that letter. Hmm? Where is he? No point. He's already halfway across the square. No, I... <gasps> That's my man of Mung! If anyone in Paris is responsible for papers going missing, it is that man. Don't run with your sword out. D'Artagnan! D'Artagnan! Which way did he go? I saw in his hands that letter. There, he slipped into that crowd like a shadow. Damn it all! D'Artagnan! Hey! D'Artagnan! We were just coming to... No time! Mung man! Must kill out of my way! Pardieu, you'll take someone's eye out! Way to the Hotel de Treville. I'm intending to do some important business at the present moment. Put your sword away! D'Artagnan! Wait up! (sighs) He was here, right outside this alleyway. Where? There! He's climbing to that garden. He's gonna get away. Ah, No! He vanished. Like smoke around a corner. More blue. Like a dream in the morning. Without a trace and nothing gained. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Huh? Look at what he dropped in that puddle. By God, the letter. The letter. No name on the envelope, but... Well, what does it say? Madame, the documents you have requested are now in my possession to our mutual friend. Signed? No, that can't be right. What does it say? Now, D'Artagnan, don't lose your head. Give it me! The documents now in my possession. Signed. Signed. And you're sure he'll be here? Yes. I see him. D'Artagnan, just in time. Porthos has just gone to get drinks. You look stony. Are we finally going to have that jewel over some trifle? Aramis, now is not the time for pleasantries. (laughs) I'm here on official business. Is that so? I hope I've not done anything wrong. No. (laughs) (laughs) The lack of it! Their culture bespeaks a fairly unsophisticated society, very little art to speak of. Have you seen their paintings? 
I look at one and I cannot tell if it's a Guardsman or... Antoine de Pomponne. You are under arrest in the name of His Majesty Louis the Thirteenth. Good day to you too, D'Artagnan. Really, you Gascons have no manners. I repeat, Monsieur, you are under arrest. Don't be an imbecile. What petty charges are you levelling? That I hurt your feelings. <laughs> <laughs> you are charged with military espionage. I. Wait, what? You heard him. I, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. I'm no spy. Aramis, pass me his coat. My, my, what are these letters? Those are private. My personal documents. I... Private? Personal? These documents here? The ones signed by Monsieur Dessessart? Or maybe it's these which bear the seal of Monsieur de Treville. What? I, I've never seen those before in my life. They were in your pockets. I knew it. Come quietly, Pomponia. This is outrageous. This is a scandal, a lie, a setup. You're framing me, D'Artagnan. You're framing me because you're too great of a coward to challenge me to a duel. You! Ah! Oh, bugger! <laughs> He'll come quietly. He's out cold. I. It's fine. I'll handle him. Does anyone want to help me truss up this traitor to the guards and send her up to Treville? Put away from the crowd, and wipe that look off your face. Hatred does not become you. It spoils your eyes. Right? Why don't you take a seat? I have to apologise to you, Aramis, and beg your forgiveness. Save your confessions until I'm fully ordained, D'Artagnan. No. Today... No, it started before then. But, well, last night, I... I saw the woman I love. Little Miss Constance. If I may finish, I saw the woman I love with a man who looked almost identical to you, and I shamefully... The Englishman. The Duke of... Damn it, will you stop interrupting me while I'm... Wait, how did you know? I can put two and two together. But go on, you're about to confess to something extremely embarrassing. I assumed that you'd stolen her heart, that you were seeing her behind my back, and my first thought was to run you through from behind. Satan! The devil had nothing to do with it. It was my own hatred, all of it. I am sorry I harboured it, and I'm sorry I nearly acted on it over a misunderstanding. I ask for uh, forgiveness. Uh, uh, you, you are forgiven? Aramis, I love you forever. Uh, indeed! I indeed! Uh, I, I, I suppose you really are an inseparable now. An inseparable. And perhaps I have been too harsh on you. I have been jealous. But <laughs> I'm a nobody from Gascon who isn't even a musketeer. I was jealous. Athos loves you like a son. Porthos treats you like a little brother. But you had everything that used to be mine. <laughs> it feels almost as if they'd forgotten me, replaced me with you. That is where ambition will lead you, D'Artagnan, if you choose to follow it as I have. My dearest Aramis, how I wish I could console you as well as you've consoled me with the words you have just said. 
Ever since coming here, I too have felt myself an outcast. But we both belong. Say the word and I would gladly die for you. This inseparable bond between us all, that is why we belong. You sound like Porthos when he's being overcheerful. Has someone said my name? For I have returned with beverages. <clears throat> a beer for the Gascon, a bottle of red for Aramis, and a virgin mojito for myself. <clears throat> um, did I miss something? Pomponia has been arrested for espionage, and D'Artagnan thrashed him. Oh, Pomponia. That's extraordinarily convenient. Remarkable. It has saved us all the trouble of arranging a duel for you. Although, I would have liked to see D'Artagnan twist a poniard into his heart for what he's done. Porthos, I can't believe you told him. And I cannot believe you didn't tell us. The poorer you are, the prouder you have to be. I can drink to that. Now, how are we going to save our dear, dear Athos? Jacques-Michel Bonacier, you are late. Pardon, but that was not my... Silence! <laughs> you have entered the Chamber of Examinations, and you shall be examined. Monsieur! I will ask the questions. <clears throat> State for the record your name, age, condition, and abode. Uh, but, but, Monsieur Commissary, I have told you those things yesterday. Jacques Bonacier, do you know why the Bastille is the most secure, most dreaded prison in all of France, more feared even than Fort Levesque? Um, because of... Wrong. It is because we follow protocol stringently. To the very letter. When a new prisoner is brought in, I receive a form to sign. When that prisoner is examined for the first time, I receive a form. When that prisoner is interrogated again, I receive a form. Jacques Bonacier, if a prisoner shits in a different corner of their cell, I receive a form. There is only one time when I do not sign, and you should do all in your power to ensure that everything is in order with your paperwork, Bonacia. For if I ever receive a document which I must not sign, you shall simply vanish like a pebble in the sand. Uh, well, in, in that case, my name is Jacques-Michel Bonacia. I am 51 years old, I am a retired mercer, and I live at number 14, Rue des Fossoyeux. Hmm. And why are you here, in the Bastille? My greatest pardons, Monsieur Commissary, but that is entirely impossible for me to answer, because I don't know myself. Nonsense. You are here in the Bastille, meaning you have committed a crime. Perhaps you have not given Monsieur the Cardinal the respect he is owed. 
Monsieur Commissary, believe that I know and appreciate more than anybody the merit of the incomparable eminence by whom we have the honour to be governed. Uh, please, I am telling you that I have committed no crime. That is obviously false, for if it were true, you would not be in the Bastille. But, 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 but... Ah, here, the report. You see, Jacques Bonacier, the value of proper documentation. Now, 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 now. Ah, there. You are accused of high treason. Of high treason? Of, of, of high treason? How is it possible for a poor mercer who detests Huguenot and who applauds Spaniards to be accused of high treason? Uh, consider, monsieur, the thing is absolutely impossible. Monsieur Bonacier, you have a wife? Um, yes, monsieur. That is to say, I, I had one. What, you had one? What have you done with her, then, if you have her no longer? They have abducted her, monsieur. They have abducted her? Ah. They have abducted her. And do you know the man who has committed this deed? I think I know him. Who is he? Uh, remember that I affirm nothing, monsieur the commissary, and that I only suspect. Whom do you suspect? Come. Answer freely. Oh, pardieu. Had I better deny everything or tell everything? If I deny all, Monsieur the Commissary may think I know too much. By confessing, I might prove some goodwill, unless I do know too much. Ah, oh, mon dieu. <clears throat> I suspect a tall, dark man of lofty carriage who has the air of a great lord. He has followed us several times, as I think, when I have waited for my wife at the Wicked of the Louvre to escort her home. What? And his name? Oh, as to his name, I know nothing about it. But if I ever were to meet him, I should recognize him in an instant. I will answer for it, were he among a thousand persons. You should recognize him among a thousand, say you. You have answered that you should recognize him. Someone must be informed that you know the ravisher of your wife. Guards! Ah, but I have not told you that I know him. I told you on the contrary. I have a letter for you here, Monsieur Commissary. What? Do you need me to take care of this one? No. No. One moment. You may leave us. It seems... It seems your affairs become more complicated since yesterday evening, my good man. And I advise you to tell the whole truth, for your repentance alone can remove the anger of the cardinal. Why? I am ready to tell you everything. At least all that I know. Uh, interrogate me. I entreat you. Where oh, is your wife in the first place? Uh, why, did I not tell you just now that she had been stolen from me? Yes, but according to this piece of paper, at five o'clock in the afternoon yesterday, thanks to you, she escaped. My wife escaped? Oh, unfortunate creature. Monsieur, if she has escaped, it is not my fault, I swear. I was here, in prison, the entire time. What business had you, then, to go into the chamber of Monsieur d'Artagnan, your neighbour, with whom you had a long conference the day of your arrest? Ah, uh, yes, Monsieur Commissary. Yes, that is true. And I confess that I was in the wrong. I did go to Monsieur d'Artagnan's. What was the aim of that visit? Uh, to beg him to assist me in finding my wife. I believed I had a right to endeavour to find her. I ooh, was deceived, as it appears, and I ask your pardon. And what did Monsieur d'Artagnan reply? Monsieur d'Artagnan promised me his assistance, but I soon found out he was betraying me. You impose upon justice. Monsieur d'Artagnan made a compact with you, and in virtue of that compact, put to flight the police who had arrested your wife, and has placed her beyond reach. 
Monsieur d'Artagnan has abducted my wife. Come now, what are you telling me? Fortunately, Monsieur d'Artagnan is in our hands, and you shall be confronted with him. Oh, uh, by my faith, I ask no better. I shall not be sorry to see the face of an acquaintance. Bring in the Monsieur d'Artagnan. Monsieur d'Artagnan, declare all that passed yesterday between you and the monsieur. But, but this is not Monsieur d'Artagnan whom you show me. What? Not the Monsieur d'Artagnan? Uh, not the least in the world. What is this gentleman's name? Well, I cannot tell you. I don't know him. How? You don't know him? No. Did you never see him? Uh, I have seen him, but I don't know what he calls himself. Your name? Athos. But that is not a man's name. That is the name of a mountain. That is my name. But you said your name was D'Artagnan. Who I? Yes, you. Somebody said to me, You are Monsieur D'Artagnan? I answered, You think so? My guards exclaimed that they were sure of it. I did not wish to contradict them. Besides, I might be deceived. Monsieur, you insult the majesty of justice. Not at all. You are Monsieur D'Artagnan. You see, monsieur, that you say it again. Uh, but I tell you, monsieur commissary, there is not the least doubt about the matter. Monsieur d'Artagnan is my tenant, although he does not pay me my rent. <laughs> and even better on that account, ought I to know him. Monsieur d'Artagnan is a young man, scarcely 19 or 20. All this gentleman must be 30, at least. Do I really look so old as all that? You will be silent! You, Bonacier, you had your hand up. Uh, Monsieur d'Artagnan is in Monsieur Dessessart's guards, and uh, this gentleman is in the company of Monsieur de Trevis' musketeers. But look at his uniform, Monsieur Commissary. Look at his uniform. That's true. Pardon, that's true. Another message, Monsieur. I took the liberty of opening it for you. I'm being proactive. Yes, yes, well done. Oh, unhappy woman. How? What do you say? Of whom do you speak? It is not of my wife, I hope. On the contrary, it is of her. Yours is a pretty business. But do me the pleasure, monsieur, to tell me how my own proper affair could become worse by anything my wife does while I am in prison? Because that which she does is part of a plan concerted between you, of an infernal plan. I swear to you, Monsieur Commissary, that you are in the profoundest error, that I know nothing in the world about what my wife had to do, that I am entirely a stranger to what she has done, and that if she has committed any follies, oh, I renounce her, I abjure her, I curse her, silly one. Bah, if you've no more need of me, send me somewhere. Your Monsieur Bonacier is very tiresome. T place him in a dungeon until he can be taken back to Fort Levesque. And yet... If it be Monsieur d'Artagnan who is concerned in this matter, I do not perceive how I can take his place. Guards, a dungeon. Which? <sighs> how many times must we go over this? When I say in a dungeon, it means any dungeon handy, provided it is secure. There is no need to come back or, Monsieur Commissary, in dungeon 2A, dungeon 2B. I am delegating. I am delegating the responsibility to you. Sorry, Monsieur. <sighs> If you are all quite finished. Take him away, and then come back for this bonacier. Preserve absolute secrecy. You understand? Ah! <laughs> 
How did it all come to this? Cards? What? Follow me. Follow you? Follow you at this hour? Where, my god? Where we have orders to lead you. Uh, but that is not an answer. It is, nevertheless, the only one we can give. Oh my god, my god! Now indeed I am lost. Constance has gone and done something to make me a pebble in the sand! Up the stairs. Ow. Mind your head. Move all the way over. <laughs> no use clutching at the carriage door like that, it's locked. Oh, I feel faint. Please tell me where it is that we are going. What? What does that smile mean? Mon dieu, do not tell me we are going to St. Paul's. That is where the Bastille's condemned go to... Go to... Oh, thank Jesus, holy Lord, our Christ, son of Mary, we passed it. Wait, but... But this is the cemetery of Saint-Jean. Mon dieu, don't tell me! Don't tell me! Oh my god, look! Please, God, let me out of here! Uh, <clears throat> Wait, no. To be buried here, I'd have to already have been beheaded. <laughs> Thank the Lord. Wait, no! I see the pointed roof of the Hotel de Ville! We're under the arcade. Officer, don't tell me we're going to La Crème! Oh my God, will you shut up? Jesus. <laughs> Do not tell me! I shall gag you. <clears throat> Pardon me, Master Uh If they mean to execute me at the grave, then surely it is not worth silencing me as we're almost there. Surely not. Uh, but... but... Oh, this is straight as a cross! Morbleu, I have flattered myself. Believe that I was important enough to be executed at St. Paul of Plaster Grave. But no, I have to be beheaded at traitor's cross. Oh, oh, oh. Officer, please, allow me to confess all my sins to you before I am killed. Please, I feel myself growing faint and there's a long list. Oh, and the horses stop. Officer, don't tell me. Uh, oh. That's all right. I won't tell you anything. We hope you've enjoyed episode 12 of The Three Musketeers. The cast in order of appearance was Aaron Cotagonka as Porthos, Alex Kamesh as D'Artagnan, Izzy Daltrey as Francoise, Jacob Cook as Pompogne, Matilda Brune as Officer, Olivia Adderley as Constance, Peter Furbank as Aramis, Sam Turnbull as Bonacieux, Matt Redmond as The Commissary, Megan Ratcliffe as Guard, and Matthew McConkey as Athos. The Three Musketeers was jointly directed by Nicole Baltablanco, Lauren Brewer, Sanya Saraf, and Daniel Mahale. Music created by Oli Fab. Main theme by Oli Fab and Kat Pitalis. Editing was done by Ode Hoagie and Jay Figueredo. Our Foley artists were Natalia Uemlianen Stone and Jay Figueredo. This show is based off Alexandre Dumas' The Three Musketeers. Scripts were written by Jay Figueredo, Matthew McConkie, Izel Ibten Salman, and Sam Turnbull. The producer team was Sophie Tice, Victoria Lee Barufalo, and Jay Figueredo. For a full list of cast and crew, see our website. I'm Anna Truesdale. Want to support the show? Come join our Patreon page at patreon.com slash doads. That's D-U-A-D-S. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. 
Thank you for listening to Thursday Thrillers right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic live and theatrical audio plays, Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama, Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine, Friday Follies, our end-of-the-week comedy series, Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike, and Sunday Showcase bringing you the very newest in audio releases from our United Artists of Audio right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Network. Listening and imagining together.